1: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Martin Glenday of Moxie Media. Martin, it's awesome to have you on the show.
2: Oh, thanks. Glad to, glad to be here.
1: Yeah, super excited to have you on, Ma- Martin, and what I wanted to do before we jumped in is to to read a little bit more about him so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Martin is the founder and president of Moxie Media, a full-service media design and production company. He received his Bachelor's of Arts in Mass Communication from the University of Vermont in 1982 and earned a Master's in Science in Film Production and Business from Boston University in 1984. When he was just 25 years old, he founded Moxie Media to provide employee training materials for the oil and gas industry. In the 35 years since then, Moxie Media has expanded to include around 20 employees and over 500 training courses serving more than 50,000 learners across different industries. Martin, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community?
2: Oh yeah, sure. Glad to be here.
1: Awesome. Super excited to have you on. So, um, I guess before we jumped in, or when we jumped in, I wanted to jump in, I guess we're one the clock back. So I wanted to hear a little bit more about your, what I call your CEO story. We'll let you get started with your business.
2: Sure. Uh, again, as you uh, reiterated, I started the company, you know, now it's almost 35 years ago. And uh, back then it was more, I had uh, graduated and I was going to be the next Steven Spielberg, but we all have to uh, make a living. Um, we can't all be there. So um, I had an opportunity to work for my, uh, uncle's, uh, he had a heavy equipment company in New Orleans and, uh, I didn't really want to be doing construction or whatever, but he sort of supported me and, uh, I did his marketing for a year. And then I said, Hey, why don't we start, you know, uh, a video production company? Cause I saw a number of his big customers, which were some of the big major oil companies, um, you know, required, uh, training training on he he had big cranes and excavators and all that and they all needed training on those so we started making uh, training videos for those particular clients and then basically grew we also because we were in the new orleans the gulf coast region there is a a great number of uh, maritime assets so we started doing training for the inland waterways the offshore supply vessels and then continuing into both the offshore oil and gas, and then the land uh, gas. I mean, land oil and gas um, in Texas out uh, west. And uh, over time, one of the uh, biggest things that I've learned is that, especially in this in this industry, is that you've got to move along with the technology. Just because uh, we started doing VHS tapes, and moved to DVDs. And then, you know, CD-ROMs, and now we're into mainly all of our programs are delivered via the web um, with e-learning being the the mainstay. And then we've created our own software to create what we call a learning management system for companies. So companies subscribe basically as software as a service to our platform. And uh, we are kind of sort of de facto consultants. So we... Uh, look at the company, we get the list of their employees, we talk with their safety, training, HR, uh, loss control people, and decide what is the type of training that each one of their um, employees needs. And then we set those employees up with uh, courses, e-learning courses, and then the employee can log in and basically he sees a, a roadmap of what he or she needs to take um, to move along uh, to meet compliance regulations for the company as well as move their career path along with the company. So that's, we keep expanding, and you know, we have so along with our learning management system, when the company subscribes, they also get access to our close to a thousand courses now on every type of topic from human resources to health and safety, wellness. Um, and then we have all your basic OSHA safety type courses, and then in those industries that are required for uh, compliance, a lot of the oil and gas, maritime have licensing requirements with the uh, that the government has to do. Uh, requires Coast Guard. Uh, and then you have API, American Petroleum Institute. So we create training programs that meet those requirements and the employees go through them. And then they have what's real important is the record keeping for the administrators. They can go in and check to see who's in compliance, who's not in compliance. The employees can look at their records. And, uh, and it makes it real simple because we basically the platform sends uh, out um, emails with reports you know, whether it be on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, um, so when we keep growing into other industries, one of the areas we're looking at now is the hospitality industry, um, just because not so much that it's regulated, but there's lots of turnover in that industry. A lot of people, uh, the hospitality industry is like their first job. Mm-hmm. So they, we felt that it was a good one to be able to give them good instruction on how to be, whether they're working in the front of the house or the back of the house, or even in management controls. So we're always looking to basically take what leverage what we've already got and put it into new verticals, whether that be, um, we're also in the construction industry, and other highly regulated industries as well. That's, that's our story. And uh, we keep, keep uh, moving along.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome, especially, you know, with the different opportunities, as you said, you know, kind of in your industry, but really in every industry, technology has has definitely evolved and changed and continues to do that. And and it's so important to be able to uh, to, you know, change with the times, evolve with the times, be ahead of the puck, so to speak. But I think, too. what you talked about like especially related to like the hospitality industry i think if you do or are in an industry that has so much turnover you want to be able to have that kind of um that that those learning skills and that information there so that people can continue to learn if there are people that are coming and going so it's um it's awesome that you you obviously have created that and helped, you know so many organizations um out with that so um i was going to ask you uh, for what I call your secret sauce. Um, and this could be for you personally or your business, but what do you feel kind of sets you guys apart and makes you unique?
2: Um, our secret sauce is, uh, it's a pretty simple one is good customer service. Um, I, and I'm sure many people hate calling a company that where you get a dial-by number of services and are an infinite hold, and you do it. I just really don't understand how the industry of this world uh, survives in that using that methodology. It's just so unfriendly, and I'm sure most people agree. So one of the uh, stipulations that we have at our company is that the phone gets answered by a live person. If for some reason everybody's tied up, I have a mandate that the phone after like four rings rings at every single person's phone in the company. And if that phone is, if they're here and that they they're obligated to pick up the phone. I don't expect them to solve everybody's problem, but at least they can take a message, let the person know that uh, we're there for them and that somebody will get back to answer their, their question. Um, it just drives me crazy to have to sit there on hold. And uh, so that's a little bit of our secret sauce, but the other part is, is just we are very much, uh, just because of the nature of the role that we play, we are sort of a de facto consultant. We People rely on us for our good customer service. Um, with our learning management platform, not only do we provide customer service and tech support to the administrators of the company actually to every single employee that is using that tool and that's close to 50,000 employees. So we have in a, a full, um, you know, tech, uh, response department who answers and mans the phone. So if somebody calls in and you know, they and th- those guys are, and gals are great at their job because, you know, many, many times it's, uh, Human error. People, you know, don't have the speaker on, or they don't know how to do this, or the internet's not working, and they're very patient. They're always very kind, and you know, I always tell them to treat the uh, the person on the other end of the line just like they were them, and how they would want to be treated. So, uh, you know, I would say that that customer service is probably our number one mantra in uh, keeping companies happy. And, and that has shown because many, most of our companies, most of our customers stay many, many years. Uh, typically, we only lose customers when they're either they either go out of business or they're being bought by another company. But uh, I get all sorts of rave reviews of customers who give us uh, very high marks on our employees and their engagement.
1: Yeah, and he, he, I know you said it's simple, but that's something that goes so far and, and so um, kind of crazy that in so many different industries, customer service and being able to to get back to people to be able to answer the phone, I love that mandate as well too, goes so far because I think so many times people are looking for that, um, you know, we talked about technology, but that human touch and to be able to just call and contact somebody, whether it be um, you, a client reaching out to you or, you know, somebody that's having some issues with the, the learning management system and might be having technological issues, just somebody to talk to that know that um, they can kind of get through that to get to what they ultimately want to be. So I think it's something that's huge and, and it goes so much so far. So it's great for, that you do it and obviously remind us how important it is as well too. So um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Um,
2: the biggest Skill that I find is that you know it's not really so much a hack as it is a practice of, of constantly learning by doing research. Uh, one of the things whenever I travel, uh, you know, um, certainly have my I, my phone and all to do research. But I will go to the magazine rack before I get on a flight and buy some of the you know, some of the business magazines, because I just want to see what other industries are doing. What other technologies are out there? What are some of the the pressing issues that other companies have?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget, and that could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. Or if you hopped into a time machine, what might you tell your younger business self?
2: Well, I always tell, especially new employees. And uh, I have interesting anecdotes of uh, I would tell my younger self, take more risks. I mean, when you're young is the only time that you can take risks.
1: Yeah, definitely appreciate that, uh, that nugget. And so now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Martin, what does being a CEO mean to
2: you? Well, again, and then, you know, again, it's a cliche, but obviously to be a leader, um, you know, most CEOs, obviously, if you're a Fortune 500 companies, you're very concentrated on stocks and, you know, what the stock price is, keeping the value of the company going, you know, with us, with a smaller company, my role as a a private company is obviously to make sure the business succeeds, but also to be a leader to the employees who, you know, and I find that the greatest challenge is finding the qualities in employees, the talents that they have, and promoting that in them, even though they often don't even recognize it themselves. So is being able to put them in positions where they can you know, achieve success um, and value for the company. Um, also, uh, the CEO's role is to, as I had said before, is to look for new opportunities, see where trends are going, Business is evolving daily.
1: Yeah, I think as you're talking about, you know, the times uh, that we're in as well, too, there's going to be a lot of shifts and changes and being able to be resilient, be able to see opportunities, be able to lead the team and help them to succeed so that the organization can succeed um, are so um important and integral to being a great leader so I appreciate you giving that that, that uh, holistic kind of uh, definition and perspective and and truly uh, you know appreciate your time even more um, and what I wanted to do is pass you the mic so to speak just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know and of course how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on
2: well, sure. Again, they can get hold of me at any time. We have a number of uh, websites, moximedia.com, moxilearning.com, moxytraining.com. We also have a sign division. We create signage to meet a uh, company's regulatory uh, requirements from uh, maritime and oil and gas and any industry oil and uh, uh, safety and health signs. So that's um, So as far as other information that I would suggest that your readers do is You know, don't be afraid to uh, travel the world. That was one of the things that I find is, you know, look from an international perspective, companies within the U.S. often become very U.S. centric and it's a very big world now. And it's really hard to do business just in one market. You need to look at what the entire world's doing. So get out there, travel, see other different company, uh, other countries, and uh, look to see what other companies are doing around the world. Um, don't believe that just because we're in the U.S. that we're doing it better or greater than somewhere else, because I can guarantee you there's somebody else on the planet who's doing what you're doing um, or wanting to do it, and uh, they may be able to give you greater insight and uh, you know be able to provide you with a perspective that you would never have thought of otherwise.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and we will have the links and information in the show notes so that everybody can follow up with you. But I, I truly appreciate that reminder because I think, as you said, you know, in your nugget that is so important uh, or your hack actually it is so important to be able to kind of continue to sharpen the saw. And you talked about magazines and things, but traveling as well, too, provides an entirely different view on the world. And a lot of times we can learn how maybe people are doing things differently and in that way we can learn how to implement things, you know, here in the U.S. or wherever we might be and improve, you know, what it is that we're doing. But I think if we don't travel, if we don't get out of our comfort zone, um, figuratively and, and literally, you know, tr- jumping on a, a plane that kind of resists our opportunity to be be and continue to grow. So I truly appreciate that reminder, Martin. Um, and I, I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day.